0: Greetings, everyone. This is Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. Save us all Who they gonna burn it down Save us all Before they burn it down This episode of the Steadfast and Law Podcast is brought to you by our friends at The United States Concealed Carry Association being a responsibly armed American is both an honor and a responsibility, and is not one to be taken lightly. If you own a gun, then you need the self-defense education, training, and self-defense liability insurance that you get with a USCCA membership. Click learn more below right now to explore your membership options, which are risk-free with the USCCA's bulletproof money-back guarantee. Don't wait. Click learn more right now. And as always, the USCCA is not an insurance company. A policy has been issued to the USCCA by Universal Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. That policy provides the association and its members with self-defense liability insurance subject to its terms, conditions, limitations, and exclusions. And if you've been paying attention to what happened in the case of Sergeant Daniel Perry down in Austin, Texas, that's the reason why you need to be covered by the United States Concealed Carry Association. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Stepfast and Loyal podcast. You know, when you have a show like this, you often wonder, will you be able to have enough content? Will you be able to have enough critical issues and topics that you can share with people and keep their interest about? I don't worry about that right now, because it seems that every single day there is something that is happening, something that is being said, something that is being done which we need to be alarmed and alerted by. And when I look at this message that is out there right now, because everyone is talking about, okay, what happened in the 2022 midterm election cycle? What is going to happen in the 2024 election cycle? And everyone is saying that there's a topic, there's an issue that Republicans should not talk about. Just stay away from it. Because that's the real reason why we did not have success in the midterm election of 2022. And that is the issue of murdering unborn babies in the womb. Now, some people have bought into the language of the left and they like to use this word called abortion. I'm not going to use that word because the left really does like for us to take these, you know, really innocuous terms that really don't get under our skin, and then they just become a part of our regular language. See, the military taught me that you abort a mission. Abort, abort, abort. Something's going wrong with that mission. You got to terminate that mission. But we're talking about a life. And you're murdering a life. As a matter of fact, you're doing it by some of the most barbaric and heinous methods that I can think of. Dismemberment. Limb by limb. And ultimately severing the spinal cord. And then the pieces of a, a baby, unborn baby, sucked out, sifted through, accounted for. Now see, in the military, if I go out... And we're engaged in a battle against the enemy and we successfully defeat the enemy. If I go up and start dismembering the enemy, they're dead. I'm going to Fort Leavenworth. People are going to be outraged. Even though that's an enemy who was trying to kill me, I killed them. They're dead. They're not going to feel it. And I'm going to hack them up. That's against the law of land warfare. But we're supposed to believe that it is absolutely fine to go in and dismember an unborn life. And and let me get you to understand something. The Progressive Socialist Left, the acolytes of Moloch, M-O-L-O-C-H, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, just do a little biblical research in history. One of the gods of the Baals was the god Moloch, the god of child sacrifice. And when you read and study what happened, it was the people would put waxed or stuffed their ears, banged drums loudly, so they would not hear the cries of the babies as they were thrown into the fire, sacrificing them to Moloch. See, I think because we can't hear the cries of the baby in the womb, we think it's just fine. You know, once upon a time they said, this is just a lump of cells. Well, biology and modern technology tells us that's not the case. But the modern acolytes of Moloch want to do this all the way up to the time of birth. You don't believe me? All you can do, you can can go and and read some of the proposals, some of the legislation where Democrats have said that. And not just that, if you go back and remember what Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia said, we just put it after a baby has been born. We just put it over there. And try to make it comfortable while we make a decision. So, in other words, what the left is saying is that even after birth, and again, out in California, they've proposed legislation for this. We don't want a baby, let it die. That's infanticide. So, why should we run away from this? Why should we not talk about this? And as a black man, and yes, to the young lady from Northwestern University. Hopefully you've graduated by now, but I do identify as a black man. And one of the things that upsets me as a black man is that since 1973, Roe v. Wade, there have been over 20 million black babies murdered in the womb, dismembered in the womb, body parts probably harvested and sold. That's a genocide. So why aren't we talking about that? You know, all you leftists out there that are talking about uh, you know racism and white supremacy and whatever. Who started Planned Parenthood? <laughs> a racist and a white supremacist. Margaret Sanger, who referred to blacks as undesirables and human weeds. The whole purpose of this organization she started, called Planned Parenthood, was to eradicate people that look like me, those babies in the womb. Over 70% of Planned Parenthood clinics are located not in rich white neighborhoods, in black neighborhoods. But yet we have all of these members of the Congressional Black Caucus, and we have Black Lives Matter. They don't seem to care about all of these Black babies being murdered in the womb by dismemberment. Those lives don't matter. They just stuffed the ears, I mean, stuffed their ears with wax or bang the drums louder. Because those lives are worth the sacrifice. See, you know, we have to start getting ahead of how the left always takes over language. You know, now all of a sudden, gender mutilation has become gender affirming. You're not changing anyone's gender. You're whacking off healthy body parts. The DNA is still the same. The chromosomes are still the same. The estrogen levels, testosterone levels, they're still the same. You can do whatever you want, hormonal therapies, whatever, still the same. As a matter of fact, you have long-term ramifications and consequences and effects when you start to go in and mess with what God has created. And so when the left talks about this issue of murdering unborn babies, now all of a sudden it's health care. Just the same as they're saying now gender mutilation surgeries are health care. And if you don't allow your child to get gender mutilation surgeries, you're denying them health care. And so the government, like in the state of Washington, is saying they're going to come and take their child away from you. So the left wants to murder the child in the womb. And even after the child luckily is born, they want to mutilate the child. And if you don't allow the child to be mutilated, you lose your child. There's a war on children by the progressive socialist left, the Democrat Party. And so this whole thing about reproductive health care. See, they're very good with this manipulation of language because that gets us uncomfortable. Oh, you're not for reproductive health care? Of course I'm for reproductive health care. I believe that we should have research and seek to eradicate ovarian, Uterine, cervical cancers, breast cancer, fibroid tumors. Some of this, my wife, Angela, experienced. She's a breast cancer survivor. She had fibroid tumors. She had an operation to have those tumors removed so that we could have our first daughter. That's reproductive health care. See, what the left is talking about is murdering unborn babies in the womb by dismemberment. Maybe that's a lot of words, but it's very specific language. See, when they come around and and talk about, I'm pro-choice. Well, for all of us Christians out there, and some of you people in the church, you need to get right. You all supporting this murdering of unborn babies in the womb. Black pastors, you better start speaking up. A few of you are, but most of you aren't. Maybe it's because of that check that you get from the Al Sharpton organizations, which, of course, money that flows from George Soros or other progressive socialist leftist organizations. But when you talk about choice, in Deuteronomy 30 and 19, God says, I set before you today life and death. Choose life. So that you and your generations, your descendants shall live. He gave us that choice. And he said, choose life. And so when you talk about I'm pro-choice leftists, what are you choosing to do? You're choosing to murder unborn babies in the womb by dismemberment. Now, you know, I'm not an absolutist. And there are some within the Republican Party, some conservatives that say, I'm not really pro-life because I don't you know, believe absolutely in one way. I do think that we need to take into consideration exemptions. And I said this on the campaign trail as governor, gubernatorial candidate here in Texas. Some people didn't like that. I'm really not caring about what people don't like. What I'm caring is about how we can articulate an issue in a very reasonable, logical, sensible way. Because when you talk about a a young 11-year-old, or if you're talking about, as I said, my two daughters, if someone rapes my daughter, I think we need to be able to go to the Lord in prayer. We need to be able to go to our pastor and ask for God's wisdom and guidance and direction and strength. And of course, Again, we're going to make our decision based upon Deuteronomy 30 and 19. But when you talk about this, and, you know, Governor DeSantis just signed something into law in Florida about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But we need to be able to come up with the solutions. We need to be able to come up with the answers. So when people say, I don't want to, you're not really pro-life, West. We don't want any exemptions. It's just this way. Well, let me give you an example of someone that gave a solution for all of this because that's what we have to present. Pastor John Hagee down in San Antonio, Texas, Cornerstone Baptist Church. Have you ever heard of the Sanctuary of Hope? 85 acres, a facility for unwed mothers The young girls out there who are afraid, who are nervous. 85-acre facility, it's a residential facility. It provides medical care. It provides educational services. It provides the services of child care as well. That's how we take away the fire from the other side of saying that this is what we believe in. We choose life, and this is what we're going to do to help people to choose life so that they don't feel that there's no way to go. Adoption services. We need to do better with adoption services. I know there are a lot of people that want to go to, you know, Eastern Europe, China, wherever, to adopt kids. We got kids here in the United States of America that could use a good, loving home. And coming back to reproductive health care, there are some cases where there are men and women who want to have a family, for whatever reason, biologically, they can't. Here's an alternative. But to sit down and say, we just don't wanna talk about the issue, seize the ground over to the progressive socialist left. To sit around and say that this is not a winning issue, I go back to the Declaration of Independence. The very first inalienable right that we have, endowed to us by the Creator God, not by man, is life. And we need to understand that's unborn and born life. That's how you present this issue. Stop allowing the left to come up with these innocuous terms Stop allowing the left to go out there and put wax in people's ears so they don't hear the screams of the baby in the womb. They just continue to get sucked out, uh, body part by body part, harvested, sold off, whatever. Yeah, we need to talk about it. Because for some odd reason, the left does not like children. Let's, Let's just get it out there. They don't like children. I don't get it. I mean, what parent would take their kid to a drag queen show and allow grown males to expose their genitals to their kids? What type of person wants to agree with chopping up a child inside the womb? A womb is supposed to be the safest place for a child to go. What type of person would agree with a child making a decision To have their healthy body parts surgically removed. A child that can't even make the decision to go out and get a tattoo, but yet they're mature enough to say, I want my breast removed, I want my penis removed. And the only reason why the left is pushing this is because, for whatever reason, they don't like children. The only reason why we have a Planned Parenthood is because the left are really the purveyors of systemic racism. Margaret Sanger and the left has done more to kill blacks in America than slavery, (laughs) which, oh, by the way, was something that the, the Democrats supported anyhow along with lynching, segregation, Jim Crow, and whatever. It's time we had that hard conversation. You know, everyone's upset about the Dobbs case. Finally, we got a Supreme Court that understood that they had to interpret the law, not try to make law. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that they got it wrong, saying that there's a right to privacy, to murder an unborn baby in the womb. The Supreme Court can't make up a right. They don't have that jurisdiction, and that's what the Dobbs case was all about. And why could we not just go out and explain it? Let me tell you what happened on this issue of murdering unborn babies in the womb. And let me tell you what the left tried to do. They tried to get it out there. They tried to make sure that they could win on this issue. But it's pushed down to the states. You know, it, it says in the in the... Bill of Rights, all those powers not specifically enumerated to the federal government are reserved to the states and to the people. That's where these decisions should be made, these legislative decisions, these policy decisions. If you live in a state like a California or Colorado or Washington state, a blue state that wants to murder unborn babies by dismemberment, I don't want to live in that state. But when we have Republicans, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator Tim Scott, who want to come back and start saying we're going to have some type of federal ban, all of a sudden you're doing something that's unconstitutional. You're overriding the decision that was made in Supreme Court. This is a decision, according to 10th Amendment, is rightfully so at the states and with the people. But I think if we articulate this issue in the right way, if we do what was done in Florida, what they just recently passed, people are going to get it. If you're a person that really gets off on murdering unborn babies in the womb by dismemberment, you think that's really cool, I don't want to hang out with you. If you think that A parent should lose their child because they don't want their child to be mutilated, their body. I want to hang out with you. I don't want to be in a state where you lead, govern, rule. But what is even more disturbing is that an entire Republican Party cannot figure out how to articulate this issue. Choose life so that you and your generation shall live. That's really simple, Deuteronomy 30, 19. Do we want to be those who sacrificed and threw their babies into the fire to worship Moloch? I don't think that's the better angels of our nature, to borrow the words of Abraham Lincoln. But if we don't articulate it very clearly, if we try to use this, quote unquote, nuanced language that the left gives us in every single case, then we will come to not understand what we're talking about. So, I mean, you know, the ladies on the view, if this is something they like to do, murder babies in the womb by dismemberment all the way up to birth and maybe even after birth. No one talks about Kermit Gosnell. The left did not want to talk about Kermit Gosnell. Go back and read about Kermit Gosnell. That man was demonic. He was evil. And really, that's what it is when you want to murder babies in the womb. Now, I again, if there is a medical threat to the life of the mother, I believe in that exemption. If a woman's life has been, I mean, body has been criminally violated, I believe in that. But what are the solutions? Pastor Hagee gave us a great solution with the sanctuary of hope. All these mega churches that are out there with all these big choirs and worship teams and everything like that, and spending money on all this, you know, smoke and whatever. When are you going to build a sanctuary of hope? When are you going to show the way? I mean, you can get up there and talk, 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 talk. But when are you going to walk the walk? And show people the fruits of your faith. I donate to the Sanctuaries of Hope down in San Antonio, Texas, because it's an incredible facility. An incredible man thought of how we can make a difference through our faith, through the love and grace of God, how many lives will be blessed? How many lives will be saved? Because that's really what this is about. I don't want to live anywhere near a place that believes like Ralph Northam did. Just set it over there while we figure out what to do. That's an American life. And I want that American life to understand what liberty and freedom is about. That's what men and women like me fought on battlefields to preserve. And in the black community, how many more millions of unborn babies will have to die because of the vision of a racist and a white supremacist before we wake up? There was a time in New York City where more black babies were being murdered in the womb by dismemberment than were being born. But I guess those black lives just don't matter. Steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down